Welcome to the Long Come Norwich podcast. After the incredible performance and results against one Northwest team, City find themselves preparing to take on another in Burnley at Turf Court. I spoke to Burnley expert Paul Briley about what we can expect from Dyche's troops this weekend. Enjoy. Paul, after a fantastic opening weekend, results have been a bit harder to come by, I think it's fair to say. So are you are you guys seeing that as a solid start as your only losses have been, you know, Arsenal and Liverpool so far? Yeah, I think there's there's gonna be a spread of opinion among Burnley fans like like most things, but I think you know, general consensus is that we our ambition is probably to, to stay in the league. So, um, yeah, I think Dyche will always talk about never targeting points against the top six. So, we expect little from, from the games against Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, to win at home against Southampton was good. And then two points on the road, Wolves and Brighton. Yeah, I think it's a solid start. And that was one of the things I was going to ask, because it, it makes sense to to try and keep expectations managed when you, you know, you're, you're looking to establish yourself year on year on year in the Premier League. Um, how... How how does Dice manage that? How how does the club manage that from a PR point of view in in terms of trying to say to fans, look, don't expect us to get seventh every year. You know, we you know we we need to gradually grow into the grow into the league. Well, Dice is an expert at it. I mean, he's he's generally very good in front of the media. Um, he yeah, I mean, he he often talks about a plan. He often reminds us of lack of resources. He uses the word market a lot, as as if to say, you know, we compete in a different market, particularly when it comes to player acquisition. I think so. The, the club manage it well, and there's a lot of trust, long-standing trust with the fans and the club owners that, you know, we we, we do invest in the right areas when possible, but don't bet the ranch, which is a famous Barry Kilby saying, our, our long-standing chairman. Um, in terms of the fans, I think. You know, there is a bit of complacency sets in and you'll feel this. You may have felt it last time you had a long stint in the Prem that we, we want better than relegation. Personally, I think, sorry, better than just relegation survival. But personally, I think that's that can be our only ambition. You know, we've got to be honest and still say that we're not, we're still kind of certainly bottom half, if not bottom three um, spending clubs in terms of wage bills. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be our only realistic ambition to, to stay to stay up. I mean, I was looking at the the transfers in. Um, we, we are, you know, infamously less than two million net uh, in terms of what what we've spent. Um, but the uh, you know Dre Rodriguez, you know, five million. That's not a great deal for a striker that you're expecting to play in the in the Premier League regularly. Um, and then likewise, Eric Peters under a million. Um, the young lad in goal from from Leeds at under three million drink water online. You know, it's it's again. It, I understand why why Dice would be trying to to kind of suggest. Look, if we stay up, that's another another windfall in terms of uh, the 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 cash that's coming from the Premier League. Do you see as a fan base real reassuring signs that that money is being invested in infrastructure, or you know, is the money that you're getting year on year being in the prem? Can you see? Oh well, the ground is better, the training ground's better. You know, where's that money going if it isn't going into into players? It's a good question. I mean, I'm no business expert. I'm not party to the books and the, the financial releases of the business. But I mean, years kind of one and two, we invested in a training facility called Barnfield, which is. You know, it's work that needed doing for a number of years and it's immeasurably better than, than where we were. Daesh also hastens to add that it's not kind of top level, you know, top six facility, but it, it's it's the right standard for us. So, so that investment was was seen. I'll be honest, I, I don't know where the rest of it's going. 
<laughs> yeah. and there is a bit of cynicism among fans that perhaps it isn't being spent when it could be. But I think what we see, we, Dyche talks about journey a lot, and we have made a journey. And you, t- you know, Rodriguez, I know only five million, but a very good, you know, a snip at that price. We think for a kind of well-tested goal scorer at the top two levels. Um, Peters is a bit of a, a surprise, and, and you know, he's, he's actually performing really well and starting week in week out. So you'll see him on Saturday. Uh, and drink water is a good addition as well before his his kind of naughty little escapade at the weekend. But you know we we, we think we're doing well. I think in terms of investing, I think the one um, real downside was letting go of Heaton. Yeah. And I'd, uh, you know he's a massive massive part in the second half of our last season where we had you know top half form. Um, Pope's going to be a, a decent replacement. He's proven himself, but he ends up, it's a huge acquisition for Villa at eight million. And I just wonder, you know, what what was behind that, and if we didn't offer a deal um, that was good enough for him in his last kind of few years of his career. So yeah, I mean, we, we, the squad is looking better. It's looking stronger. We've got better cover in each area, but you know, we've got to be honest. We still it's a bottom half budget. Yeah, I mean, the on on that with the with the heat and thing. Did did you do you think that maybe he feels like playing to use Dyche's term of market? Do you think that he he feels Villa is a bigger market and from an international stage point of view, uh, he he might feel that if he performs well at Villa, he, he might be more in the England frame or, um, is, is that is that does do you do you feel that it's still felt that uh, a step to Villa is 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 a significant step ahead for Burnley, even though you've been in the Premier League for a couple of years while they haven't. Uh, it's t- it's a tough one with Villa. You know what 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 is a big club? You know I've, I've spent a bit of time working with the, the Leeds United owner, and they they are a big club, but they've been in the championship for fifteen years. So it, what someone's metric is as a bit of a big club is 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 a moot point. What motivates Tom Heaton is a moot point. I don't know whether it's financial. I assume it is. Reading between the lines, let's not forget he got picked for England while at Burnley, as did Pope, as did. Joe Hart, so we had three international keeps at one point. Um, so I, I see what you, what you're asking, and my gut is that it, that it's a financial thing. I think he's got two or three years of his career left, um, and I get the feeling, reading between the lines, that we didn't offer what he wanted. But that's that's just my kind of you know on the outside looking in. I, I don't think the England thing would be a factor, given that he you know he was he was selected for them while playing for Burnley. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I I asked it also because we, you know, we have hit, we have previous with uh, losing a, a a manager to to Villa when we were in the Premier League and and looking like we were really going to kick on. You know, took a big step forward from from year one to year two, um, and then and then Lambert felt that it would be better to to continue his career in um, at Villa and let's not forget where, where he is currently plying his trade. So um, he he couldn't be going further down. He needs to mind the gap, but. Um, with with with, with we, we spend... had the same thing with Owen Coyle, by the way. Who <clears throat> yeah, it, yes, yeah, in yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was I was going to ask about that because you you do seem to have uh, Bernie seems to have a lot of kind of uh, middle tier names, if you like. It, you know, it's it's not often. I was just looking through because I, you know, spoiler alert, we've got a quiz coming up later, and there might be some managerial questions in there. But it it does seem you don't seem to ever struggle to attract a, a name, Bernie. You know, when when there is obviously Dice has been there since two thousand twelve. But um, you know, going back even over the last kind of ten years or so, um, the, the likes of there's some big some big names in there that you've had a, a, as managers. So um, it, it clearly is a it clearly is a, is a club that that is held in in high regard within the game. 
Yeah, I mean, traditionally we've got a, it's a solid brand, isn't it? Burnley, league winners in 1960, and of that of a certain generation, we're still regarded as you know one of the best, most famous clubs around. But I think most people in the game know where we're at and what our ambitions are and what our budgets are and what our fan base is, and it, it's all pretty small, really. Um, and I, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, what you're talking, Eddie Howe, Steve Cottrell, Stan Turner, Owen Coyle, uh, Sean Dyche. Chris Waddle, yeah, in the kind of mid-90s with Glenn Roder, by the way. That was his team at the time. Um, I think Chris Waddle's probably the only real big name in there, isn't it? You know, I think the rest are, are of about championship pedigree. They, they, and, they, and are, they, are, they are, but they are. They're also, they're, they're, they're names who were getting jobs and regularly getting jobs at that time. Um, whereas whereas we, 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 for example, have were founder members of the Premier League and in the last... You know, 20 years we've been promoted and relegated more than you know equal with West Brom. You know, we've been up and down like a horse jaws between those two leagues, and we so we spent plenty of years in the Premier League. Yet at the same time, we still kind of feel like we have to um, uh, earn our, our right to be considered as in the in the larger 25, 30 teams in 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 the country. And um, I mean, Saturday was an interesting case in point, really. The, the performance that, that Norwich put in against City. Um, kind of forced the pundits to uh, give us more than the, the, the pat on the head. Um, and, and actually, we got quite a few minutes coverage on match the day before, they said. But we must talk about how bad Man City's defending was, which realistically, one of the goals, yes, Otamendi switched off. But the rest of it, you, you're not... It was, a, you know, a couple of incredible counter-attacks. Um, and we could have actually had a couple more. I mean, yeah, OK, City yeah. had their chances as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want... So, so it's, it's on our radar a bit this season coming back that... We we've all kind of said, look, if we if we play the way that we wanted that, you know, we were all anxious that we were going to change the way we played, um, and the fact that we haven't and we stuck to our guns, um, we all have seem to have be more patient than ever as Norwich fans. That look, if we go down, and we go down um, playing this style of football, fine, because we'll then, you know, romp the championship again because that they're not no one, you know, most in the championship are not tactically astute enough to be able to deal with the way we can play through a press. So um, eventually, we, that's why we scored so many late goals, because they could, you know, chase us and chase us, chase us. But eventually we finally break through. Um, so, you know, we, we were kind of OK with um, if we were to go down, but it doesn't at the moment look look like that's going to happen. What, what, what have you made of, of Norwich so far? Well, I mean, I'm phenomenally impressed. And that goes back to last year, last year as well, because I've always I still consider myself a kind of a championship fan, despite us being in the Premier League for our fourth year on the bounce. Um so I, did, I look at the championship a lot, and I thought you're excellent. You know, it, you, it, you know, Farker came from nowhere, and no one knew what his product would be. And I think you were languishing mid-table the season prior, so no one expected anything really. Um, and you play proper football. And going back to your last, um, your last point about the kind of brand and attracting managers and players, I think you stand a better chance of doing that because you will get recognition for playing football. Dyche can switch it on and off. You know, you're going to see fairly solid 4-4-2 on, um, <clears throat> on Saturday, but w- w- he can play football and he has. And when we finished seventh two years ago, we played excellent football. I just don't think, I, I think you stand a chance of being kind of branded in the media as a proper football team. Um, and rightly so, where we kind of don't. So I think you're, you're well on the road to being well recognised for this year for, for doing it the right way and, and rightfully so. We need to we need to put string together some some results um, 
for, for kind of mid, middle tier teams. So, you know, as it stands at the moment, the, the two teams go into the weekend, 13th, 14th. So, you know, you're, you're hard to pick a favourite for, for the game. Okay. Um, you know, it, 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 odds would be on for a, for a kind of score draw. Um, who, who do you think Norwich fans should be wary of um, this weekend? That, that you know, we talked about Rodriguez. Obviously, Ashley Barnes has got got four already. I think um, you know who maybe is is more under the radar that that, that Norwich fans travelling this weekend might might want to keep an eye out for. Well, we're, we're an easy team to research because Dyche rarely switches it up. So you're going to see solid four four two. Barnes obviously is the man in form. Uh, but Wood, his partner, is offers a similar kind of product. They're both big and burly, and they'll give your your youngish centre-halves a bit of a time. Um, so you're going to see two kind of combative midfielders. I, I don't think we'll press like Man City. I, and naturally, we're not a pressing team, so we'll we'll bring the game into midfield and try and win that battle, I think. And Cork and Westwood will cover a lot of ground and, and we'll give you a, a bit of a headache in there. Then out wide, I mean, outright's a bit of a mystery because it could be any of Lennon, who's lost a yard, but still useful. Goodmanson, who I think is out injured at the minute, or may not recover, or Hendrick, who are quite solid as well and, and will play quite narrow. But out left, a young lad, Dwight McNeil, Burnley, born and bred, he's he's got a yard of pace and a good end product. So I think we're not massively um, dynamic across midfield, but we can pass through it and we can get a ball into the front too. Um so I think, yeah, there's, there's not going to be any surprises, I don't think, but I think it's going to be a decent battle and you, we'll offer a kind of a different challenge to, to last week for you. Yeah, how, how, I mean, me and, and Tarkovsky started um, that last game, uh, the Brighton game. What, what, was, um, what are they like for, for pace, like in terms of dealing with, with runs in behind? Because that, that that's kind of Pookie's main brand is off the shoulder and, and if, you, if you're not running when he starts running, then, then he's in on goal and obviously City struggled with that at the weekend. Yeah, I think he'll get chances. I, it's, me and Tarkovsky are excellent. And so, you know, that, Tarkovsky is a real quality. He's big, he's tall, he's rangy, he's quick. Um, he's a proper foot. He's, he's the kind of classic modern centre half and he's mm. probably destined for bigger things. Me, he's 5'10, 5'11, and he's 110% effort and all heart. You know, he started as a fullback for us um, and has been our staple centre half now for, I think, five, six years. Um, so they're solid, they know each other well, they obviously work well and well-drilled, but I think you may get in behind. And I think Puku will have one or two kind of solid chances because his, his movement is that good. Well, that means he'll get at least one goal then because he, he basically <laughs> scores, he scores every other chance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not okay. wish that upon us. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, but the, my, as, I've, I've been, as I've been saying all season, and I've, um, I was only wrong in the West Ham game, I think both teams to score is... Is the most solid bet you can ever have when Norwich are playing. Um, so okay, let's let's put put our next on the line then. Come on, what what is the prediction uh, for for the game? Give us a, give us a score prediction and, and maybe the way you can see it going. Yeah, it's absolutely neck and neck. So it could I could easily call it a draw, but I just think one team will win because I think both teams will be willing to want to win. Um, so I think Burnley two one. I think we'll score. I think we'll score twice and. I don't know. I think you might find it quite a contrast from last week and a difficult place to come. So I, th- I think we might nick it 2-1. Is there's no doubt that the game plan is going to be different. I mean, we're going to see a lot more of the ball, you'd imagine, than, than the 30% or whatever we had um, of the week. So the, the contrast between the two, there was an interesting graphic um, that I saw yesterday or today. 
Um, the contrast between having 68% possession in our win against Newcastle and then 32% or 31% possession against City. Um, but the pass map and kind of the patterns of play were exactly the same, if you see what I mean. So we, 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 we've got such a set style of we do this, then we go here, we play our triangles, this is how we get from this side of the pitch to the other. Um, that was exactly the same, and we just did a lot less of it against City because we didn't have the ball as often. Yeah. Um, so, so whilst the, the game plan for for the fullbacks maybe being allowed to kick on a bit more uh, against your guys than than they were against City, um, it's interesting because we are expecting a couple of lads to be back that weren't available because obviously we had our injury crisis against against Man City, which is why we beat them, which is still. <laughs> just mental. All the more remarkable. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Um, but uh, you, I mean, Farker is similar to Dice in say terms of being predictable of, of of formation. Farker didn't change a winning team last last year, other than taking Buendia out. Uh, Buendia didn't. We didn't win a game that Buendia didn't start, and so he was only out when he was suspended uh, or in a slight knock. So he missed, he missed eight games, and we didn't win any of those eight games. Um, but the. Uh, the the great thing with, with with him is that he 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 does tend to stick with with lads who have done it for him the previous week. Now, the thing is, um, Alex Tetti's had an incredible uh, game. Our veteran central midfielder had had an amazing game against City. He he would have been the first person that anyone would have said if they were, you know, if they were being a little bit harsh, that might be where they're going to get at us. Um, but he was imperious. Um, so I, I think he probably will go with that same eleven, but I, I, I can see I can see the game going so that we do have to make changes in the second half. And I think you, you call it right that um, with with respect that goes both ways, this this is one of the fixtures that when you are a bottom half Premier League team, um, basically all of the other bottom half Premier League teams are the nine games you say right home and away we're looking to get points here. Um, yeah, you know, but last time we thought that was when we went to West Ham and, and just didn't just didn't turn in a performance. I mean, if we'd have played anything like as well as we played against Man City, against West Ham, it would have been a very different story. I mean, we didn't score. I didn't create many chances. Complete off day, which really doesn't happen very often under Farker. Um, so that was a, a real head scratch of that. And it went. It was going into the international break as well, which was a shame. Um, but uh, the uh, I, I, I think score draw. I, I, I would love to see a Norwich win, of course. And... Um, I both I think both teams will score, um, but I think it, it might it might even be something like a, a two two three three, because you know let's have it right if we are winning with with a few minutes to go, Burnley are going to be pushing for for an equaliser, and if and if you if you push on against us, we will hit you on the break. If we didn't do it against Man City, we can do it against Burnley, um, and and I think that 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 is why that's why I'm going to go draw because I think neither team will settle you know at any point during the game because I think they will have both kind of put you know pointed to this fixture as right this is a this is an early season game where we can get some points from um but we're looking forward to it so yeah I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it for a thrilling a thrilling 2-2 that that could have been 5-5 that would be what everyone will be saying so they have gone on to the games as they they walk out Um, perfect well I'm up at Turf on Saturday so I look forward to that and just a point on on you being at Turf Moor. So you you've done 60, 60 games, sixty stadiums uh, so far following Burnley. Is that right? Yeah, and I'm sad enough to keep a spreadsheet. I realise there's some kind of there's, there's better than that out there for sure. Just among Burnley fans, there's some ninety two club members who I've met. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's it's a tragically sad hobby that ticking off grounds is is uh, what kind of drives me to keep travelling. I think once you've done, once you get around the thirty-five, forty mark, it's it's prudent to keep a spreadsheet. It's, it's too it's too easy you've to, got to, to do. stop. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah. 
Okay, so um, what we will do is we'll round off with um, a, a quick version of the Along Come Norwich quiz. You've got 60 seconds to answer six questions on a Burnley and Burnley forward slash Norwich tilt. Um, don't forget to use your passes. You can pass. We'll come back to the ones that you passed on um, and we'll keep going until I say your time is up. Uh, so then, Paul, your time playing for Burnley. As I, as I mentioned to you before we press record, if you can get two, you're joint top of the league with Liverpool. John John from the Anfield Rap currently got two out of six and is top of the league. Your time starts now. Who scored the only goal for Burnley in your cup exit to Sunderland? Uh, Rodriguez. Correct. Who was the Burnley manager the last time they played Norwich in the league? Uh, Sean Dyche. Correct. Who was the last player to transfer from Norwich to Burnley? Paul McVeigh? Incorrect. Which former Norwich manager took the helm at Burnley between 1983 and 1984? That is, that is tricky. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was with us Jim 10 Mullen? years. No. No. Uh, who, who did Burnley sign Stephen Fletcher from? Uh, uh, somewhere in Scotland. Pass. <laughs> uh, which Burnley player's nationality is the furthest in miles from Turf Moor? Uh, Goodmanson. Uh, no, uh, and go back to who was the Burnley manager last time they played Norwich in the league? Uh, Eddie Howe. The time is up, but I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you on the buzzer. Yes. Top of the league, three out of six. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, no. Or is that? Or is that? Is that two? Oh, it might be. It might be uh, you on two. Well, you got Rodriguez. Now, so... You got Rodriguez. You got Eddie Howe. No, no, no. It is just two. Oh, oh no, no, no. I was convinced you were going to get Chris Wood, the New Zealander. What was the question for that one? Uh, which Burnley's players' nationality is the furthest in miles oh, from Turkey? Of course, yeah, New you Zealand. You a lot, yeah. Yeah. lot further away. Um, well, yeah, yeah. you put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Robbie Brady, far more recent than Paul McVeigh. Uh, Robbie Brady uh, was, was, was two or three years ago. Um, John I'm Bond. I've overthought that one. Yeah, John Bond was the Norwich manager who took the helm at Burnley for only a year and a bit. He was at Norwich best part of 10 years through the 70s and did really well with us. Um, Burnley signed Stephen Fletcher from Hibernian. Which, yeah. when I was looking through your previous transfers, I did not remember that at all. That I saw, I didn't know if that was an easy one for for Burnley fans or not. But I, I don't not do not recall him coming from there. We put him out of Scottish obscurity. Yeah, I, I can't remember that it was Hibernian, but yeah. Yeah, uh, and and yes, yeah, so obviously you got Jay, Jay Rodriguez. So you, you came flying out of the blocks with Rodriguez. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's mad that it's February two thousand eleven was the last time we played because we basically missed each other going up and down. Um, so, it's our first Premier League meeting, I think, isn't it, on Saturday? Uh, was Eddie Howe not a Premier League manager for you? Was he managing no. the Championship? Oh, that, that must have been a Championship game then. Yeah, we're between uh, kind of stints in the Prem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we because he he took he took over the, the the month previous, so that was that was uh, one of his first games. Um, but anyway, listen, you're joint top of the league with Liverpool, and you take that at the end of the season, wouldn't you? I'll say, yeah. Yeah. Survive relegation with that. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Paul. All the best on Saturday. I hope you really, really enjoy an entertaining loss, but I think it probably will be a will be a draw. I'll look forward to it. And all the best for the rest of the season. Cheers, pal. All the best, Mike. Cheers, Tom. Bye.